from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. I just need to give you this little announcement. I'm probably going to be doing this for, I'd say, roughly a month. That way, everyone out there who is listening and supporting me will know what uh, exactly is going on. So at this point, you will no longer be able to listen to my show on any of your favorite platforms. That includes platforms such as Apple or Google or Spotify or Deezer or uh, Spotify, iHeart, etc., etc. You will just have to listen to my episodes on this platform and, of course, at the Ernest Man Show dot com that's it that's the end of that brief message now we can move along and so what i can say right at this point is thank you very much for tuning in this is friday this is the weekend show and i think you're going to like this you better like it because, well, it's, it's pretty good. In my humble opinion, of course. <laughs> but this is episode number 215, Earnest Introspection. You must fortify yourself from the storm of crazy. Now, about this. Have any of you had the time to notice that you are in a reactionary state to everything going on around you? Now, you see, here's the deal. When you listen to my show, and I realize there's a million other things you could be doing, being productive. And so many people feel absolutely compelled or out of necessity that they have to be. I get that. I understand that. It's, in a sense, you are made to feel so guilty 24 hours a day if you're not fucking productive that there's something wrong with you. And I am here to tell you that I'm all about production and work. God knows I do enough of it myself. But there are times when you need to put the brakes on and that needs to stop. You need your time. And what I would like for you to do um, for this show, this particular episode, is put the brakes on and you don't have to be super analytical. You could just relax and... Listen to what I have to say. And that's all you have to do. You're not going to be graded. It's not like that. These are just ideas that I'm kicking around, but it is meant that you can 
do that ancient old thing we used to call relaxing. There's no time meter on this. There isn't. It's just me trying to talk to you. And if you were my guest, if you were actually here physically in front of you, um, I'd pour you a glass of wine or, you know, your favorite adult beverage. And, you know, in a few minutes, um, maybe you might even laugh a little bit and actually relax and unwind. And that is very important and critical for people to do. It's just as important to know when to turn the switch of productivity off and the relaxation mode on. So, I'm not I'm not here trying to approach you in that very serious frazzled, frizzled, hyper-productive... No, 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 no. That... No. I'm trying to approach you um, in that in that other state. So, if you're, you know, able to achieve such a state, uh, as they used to say, unloosen your tie and let your proverbial hair down, then, yeah, that's... That's a good starting point. So now that we have that out of the way, and it took a whopping three minutes. See? No big deal. Now, what I wanted to talk about here was being aware to being able to fortify yourself fortify the root being fort to defend yourself to protect yourself because many people you know they don't even realize just how completely over the top besieged we are with the demands of everything in this fucking world vying for your attention and i mean you know to a certain extent I realize I, I'm guilty of that as well. But I'm not here trying to hustle you a product. I only want to try to, uh, I don't know, get you in a better state of mind. <laughs> because you can't, you can't really do very much when you're frazzled, you know. They, the powers that be, they want to keep your ass frazzled and running around doing production. Okay, so you filled, I don't know, you filled a hundred boxes with whatever the fuck bullshit it was yesterday. So, but there's the ex expectation they give you a pat on the head and they say, oh, that was, that was great. <laughs> But you better believe, in the next few days, they want you to do a little bit more. They want those boxes. Well, you get, yeah, you did 100. That was good. But you could squeeze out 105. Okay, and then you do that. And, and so what I'm saying is, that's what I mean by the 
the storm of crazy. Because there's, for them, and I said that it doesn't matter if you're filling, literally filling boxes or, you know, whatever you're doing. The production is never enough. It's never fucking enough. And you see, the important thing, and what I'm trying to help you with here, is for the sake of your own sanity, so, I don't know. You don't go crazy. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, if you're if you're listening to my show right now, and you are, um, you know, en enjoying your favorite adult beverage, or you know, some herbal refreshment, or both, great. That's okay. Fine. You know. But um, the point is, is that as far as that other nonsense is and it is nonsense because it's important very important to understand that you are not what you do they want they want you to identify you your whole beingness with what you do because again that's to their advantage but that's not you it's not really you at least I hope it's not you, because if if you're only if you get to the point where your only meaning in life is each and every day you lay about you come home from work from your productive session and then you lay awake all night after having some kind of food and you you are constantly you know evaluating and analyzing your own inefficiencies and thinking about your next workday tomorrow and how you can crank out 107 boxes compared to 105 from the last three days. You're not a person, you're a fucking robot. <laughs> and, and I don't mean that to you know, be conceited or hateful or anything. I don't mean it that way at all. I'm, I'm just, just trying to tell you, you know. Be, I'm very familiar with this because this is what I used to do myself. And it's the way I used to think myself. And it's also the way that many people that I knew once also thought until I, uh, you know, I managed to have conversations and not all of them uh, did the necessary changes that are, you know, to your benefit. Um, some, some people actually live in a cage and they grow to love it. Uh, this is actually psychologically true, which is what, again, they want that they have been in the cage for so long that when the, when the door is opened, they, they actually won't. They don't even, it's not like they run out, they, they won't even leave. You don't even have to have a cage at some point because they're not going to leave because they're that frightened. They're that conditioned. And part of this, and what I wanted to mainly touch on and talk about, <clears throat> was that <clears throat> it's recognizing what is really important to you 
and society and what isn't. So there are debates about this. You can put you can put them in either order of priority, either yourselves first and then society, or let's say the needs of society and then yourself. It's you know, it's not that important. It's important, but it's not that important. But I mean, just that alone, just recognizing that alone and recognizing the need to have your own fortification, your own fort to protect you from the crazy. Because if you don't, you're just walking around crazy all the time because you're overstimulated you know if you ever <clears throat> if you ever looked at uh like a small bird like a canary or something and you know it's squirrely it's its head's moving five thousand things in directions at every second it's you know it's it's skittish and it may do that for in its particular niche. But the you'll notice the predator doesn't do that. The predator sits and is not skittish. The hawk or the owl in particular, it sits relatively calmly and watch its eyes, watch its head movement. It's not squirrely, it's not jerking and looking. 5,000 directions all at once. And on the one hand, one could say, well, that's really simple because one's predator, one is prey. And I'd say, yes, you're fucking right. That is the point. Do you want to behave like prey? Are you so frightened of everything at all, you know, from all angles? In other words, they use so much of their time and their effort and energy looking out for the predator that they're not eating. They're not, they're not getting anywhere. And that's what I mean by being uh, distracted in that these things, these distractions... They come, and there are so many of them, that they end up making a person scatterbrained. And that's exactly what they are designed to do. You know, there are so many things constantly in the news. Everything from, you know, lunatics that are... Uh, you know, mass shootings and killings, and we have, you know, the esteemed fucking opinions of this cultural superstar. You know, we're supposed to worry about, I mean, any of them, just it doesn't matter week in and week out, you know, whether it be Snoop Dogg or, you know, P. Diddy or just celebrity and what they think about this and then we're all collectively supposed to stop and gasp <gasps> did you hear 
what so-and-so celebrity blah 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 thought about blah 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 and then that takes up your time so as far as pop culture is concerned that's where the root pop culture means popular culture that it turns you from the more calculating the calm the hawk or the the owl which is a predator and they're very calm and they watch they're not squirrely they're not jerking and shifting their fucking head 5,000 directions every second they're not doing that they're watching and focusing because that's what needs to be done well if you're going to get anywhere really in this world that's what it requires you cannot allow yourself to be a squirrel to be all over the place in other words you need to build your psychological fortress or perhaps i don't know in the parlance of our times you need to calm your shit down. And part of calming your shit down is disconnecting from pop culture nonsense and looking at it. Or if you don't, at least look at it and be analytical. Don't treat it as though they're your bestie's friend. They're not your bestie's friend. You don't even know this person. And even if you did, they sure as hell wouldn't want to know you. Don't flatter yourself. They wouldn't want to know you. Celebrities only want to know other celebrities. Regardless of what they say or what they claim, they don't give a rat's ass about you. All they want is to make sure you have a proper image of them for you to identify with them but i'm talking about on a personal level they don't identify with you at all the trick is the marketing trick is to act as though they do identify with you when in reality 98 percent of the time they really don't so, if you understand that accordingly, and you want to keep your sanity, and you want to keep your head above the fray, then you need to have a fortress. You need to build this around yourself. And one of the ways that you, one of them, there's several, but one of the ways, the most effective ways you do this is no matter who it is or what it is, the latest news gossip i don't give a shit it's politics it doesn't matter any of it just put on the brakes before you start thinking about it in terms of like a friend or a family member that you would process it that way just stop put on the brakes no matter what it is now listen this is very important please put on the brakes and say okay well yeah that's all well and great and all but what the fuck does this have to do with me 
what does this have to do directly with me? This opinion from this superstar or athlete or whatever it is, what the hell does that have to do with my income, paying my bills, or my life? Because I, the last time I checked, I never, ever, ever, not once, do I ever remember getting any kind of check or assistance in any way from any celebrity. I don't remember Snoop Dogg saying, well, here, Ernest, you know, I know it's hard times and all. Hey, dog, tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick you. Here's a check for 5K or 10K. You know, how's that? Is that good? Nope. Don't remember it. So whatever they think about whatever they think is completely irrelevant. And that is the that in and of itself is the litmus test to ask yourself when this is going on. Whenever you're hearing this shit, no matter what it is, ask the first thing is, okay, what the fuck does this have to do with my life? The whole thing with Trump, the White House, who's gonna do this? It doesn't have a shit nothing to do with your life. Any of the celebrity opinions, anything that happened, about 98% of what's going on in the quote-unquote news as far as your life is concerned, it doesn't mean shit biscuits. And that's, that's it. Now, when you start using that kind of measuring stick... You come up, you feel empty, you feel real disappointed. And then, once that happens, if you allow that to happen, then you understand you're beginning to, I don't know, unplug as it, as it is. And you begin to understand just how no, virtually none of this is actually relevant to just about anything else for instance you hear you know if you listen to that really horrible elitist uh bullshit program of you know npr and that's all it is it is npr is elitism personified that the show is is beyond boring it's 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 just sickening by any meaningful criteria it's just it's a repository of of nothing and so you'll notice though that during the week at around you know four o'clock whenever the time is appropriate for wall street i'll talk about you know the you know, the NASDAQ was up here, or the, the market was up, or the, this was up 200 points or down 300 points. Because all the people who listen to this are well-to-do people who have stocks. This doesn't have anything to do with the public at large. It is a show designed for and about the wealthy.
So again, it's irrelevant. If, you know, the stock market goes down, you think, you're conditioned to think, oh my God, that means a downturn in the economy. Well, that's debatable. All it means to me is that, you know, um, some rich people, some of them, not all of them, but some of them, you know, were a little less rich on this particular day. <laughs> That's it. It's code. It's code speak for them. You know, the, the S&P is up and this is down. But this doesn't have an, any meaning in the common person's life at all whatsoever. Nothing. Not a zero zilch. It don't mean shit biscuits. So, the whole point behind this in turn is that you have to understand this part of it before you can move to the next phase. Because until you do that, you're not, there's no way, you're, you're simply not ready for the next phase. And the next phase is saying, okay, I've gotten all this information, I know what this means, or actually it, that it's meaningless, actually. So the next phase is, okay, then what should I be concerned about? That's different. But you really can't get there until you fully and completely understand the, f the first part of what I'm talking about in this case. And that is, first of all, walling yourself off and changing that entire mindset um, you know, from the message. Because basically you have to you have to deprogram. And that's not easy. You've been programmed your whole life. So I don't expect you, for instance, to listen to this single show, the single broadcast, and get it. But with a little bit of luck, maybe it can start, you know, the spark that can get things, um, to get the kindling going. That's what I'm hoping for. Because if you don't have that, all you have are people that listen and you get what I call the look. And the look is like the, it's the deer in the headlights thing. And they look and you go through your whole explanation and they stand and they look and then it's done and they go, oh, uh, well, uh, okay. And then they immediately start right the fuck back up where they left off. <laughs> Meaning... In effect, nothing got through. And I don't know. I hope it gets through. But I don't expect it to. That would be unrealistic. 
because everybody's quite literally culturally and whatnot we've been we've all been on the same page since birth so i mean when you've had nothing but a particular program crammed down your throat since birth and then you hear for instance you know one say one program or an occasional program from me about this i don't expect miracles <laughs> that there's going to be uh you know anything that's going to happen on mass i'm just trying to put the idea out there that you're not going to be able to move on to bigger and better things in your life to improve your life. When I say that, I'm talking in every every measure. And yes, that includes financially as well. That certainly includes financially. Because they, the powers that be, they have absolutely, not only do they have no interest in you acquiring wealth, they don't want you to acquire wealth. They want you to pedal on the treadmill of your current existence until the day you fucking die. And that's perfectly okay with them. But if you want something different, then you have to do something different. Because if you keep doing what you're doing, it's going to remain the same. That's like the old saying. If you'd always, if you've always done what you always did, you're always going to get what you always got. That is simple psychology. So, yeah, it is a conspiracy in so much that you do have a group um, that does not want you to uh, basically become awake. You know, and this is not to be associated with the original meaning. Don't don't get don't confuse this with woke. You know, are you woke? That that's entirely different. Mm. Let's just say they don't want you to be aware. It is not in their interest for you to be aware or awake. They want you to be asleep and to remain asleep you know that's the famous line that I'd love so much from St. Carlin that's my name for George Carlin I, I call him St. Carlin and he said they one of his great lines was that they they call it the American dream. They call it the American dream for a reason. Because you got to be asleep to believe it. Take care.
so what did you think of this episode? You can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com, find this particular episode number, and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words only bad actions.